For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Shot in 4K ultra high definition. Your number one source for local news. WRAL News. Coverage you can count on. We have a code orange air quality alert again for today across our viewing area. I'll show you when finally it will drop back to moderate. And breaking overnight, lanes are back open on a busy highway this morning after a fuel spill closed lanes for several hours. We have a look at the crash. Also this morning, the push for pay raises takes center stage in Durham today. How the demand from residents could be factored into a new budget for public safety priorities and I chose the Constitution, and I always will. Former vice president turned 2024 presidential candidate Mike Pence takes aim at his former ally, Donald Trump. What he had to say during his first town hall since announcing his run for president. A lot to tell you about on this Thursday morning, as we like to call Friday mm -hmm. Eve. Thanks for waking up with us, you early birds. I'm Renee Chu. <laughs> and I'm Ken Smith <laughs> for Jeff Hogan today. Of course, the big story today, the poor air quality that we continue to experience. Mm. Let's go ahead and get back to meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner at the WR Severe Weather Center, looking at all of it for us. Definitely some improvement from yesterday. As a matter of fact, when I walked in this morning, the skies are fairly clear. You could see the moon. Definitely a little bit of an orange tinge, but not as much as we saw yesterday. So we're looking at code orange today and tomorrow. We still have a flow coming from the north, dragging down some of that fire, uh, some of that smoke from the wildfires in Canada. So what orange means is that sensitive groups, uh, young children, the elderly, anyone with lung issues, uh, asthma, that sort of thing, shouldn't uh, do much exercise outside today. It does look like things are going to improve as we get into the weekend. Our wind will begin to shift to southerly, and so no longer will we see the air coming out of Canada. That should improve things. We'll walk through our smoke model coming up in just a little while. There's a live at Fayetteville this morning. We are looking at some cloud cover and uh, some showers well to our south, but some of these may lift back to the north in our southern counties, including Fayetteville, as we get through this morning. So here's a look at Futurecast. You can see the showers down to the south, but as we put this into motion, you can see a little bit of that redeveloping again between, say, 9 and 10, um, closer to lunchtime, mainly just in our southern counties. So it'll be a little unsettled for us, it uh, looks like, for a bit. And then our wind will begin to shift later today back to the north, and that will help to drag down just a a little bit more of that smoke and we'll see that again on Friday but we should start to see some sunshine this afternoon. Our temperatures will be on the mild side looking at highs in the low 80s that's a little bit below normal but over the weekend with that southerly flow we will see hotter more humid conditions. I'll show you that coming up. Elizabeth, thanks. Breaking overnight, westbound I-440 is back open this morning after fuel spill closed multiple lanes for several hours. This is video taken by the breaking news tracker. It happened just before the exit for Pool Road last night. Three lanes were closed while crews got that fuel cleaned up. The road reopened about 1 o'clock this morning. Durham City Council members have a lot to discuss at their work session today. They had a public hearing on the proposed budget on Monday, and not everyone is happy with pay raises for public safety employees. WRA's Monica Casey walks us through what's included and who could receive a bonus. Monica, good morning. 
Well, this budget includes a 2% pay raise for police and fire, along with a one-time $300 bonus. But many who spoke at Monday night's meeting say that is nowhere near enough. Public speakers say under the current plan, some experienced firefighters could make more money as recruits in other cities than they are making now in Durham. They say staff is leaving because of pay, which in turn becomes a public safety issue. Please eliminate compression now by putting firefighters in the correct pay band as Local 668 has proposed because it is better, cheaper, and more effective to have an experienced firefighter on the truck now than an empty seat responding to emergencies for the next year as we train new recruits. One area that has gotten a major boost in the proposed budget is the HEART program. It connects people in crisis to mental health care instead of a law enforcement response. The proposed budget includes funding to expand that program citywide, 12 hours a day, seven days a week. They will be hiring 27 new employees to reach all of those areas if the budget passes as proposed. Today's meeting starts at 1 o'clock. Monica Casey, WRL News in Durham. Well, more than 600 federal firefighters are on their way to Canada to help fight the widespread wildfires. President Biden spoke with Canada's Prime Minister yesterday about offering additional support. The smoke from the historic fires continues to cause issues, including air quality alerts up and down the East Coast, and of course, right here in the Triangle. New York is getting the worst of it. As of this morning, acres and acres have already burned in parts of Canada. More than 11,000 people have been evacuated from parts of Quebec. We're one step away from mobile sports betting being legalized here in North Carolina. The bill is now headed to Governor Cooper's desk, where he's expected to sign it into law. State lawmakers gave the final approval of the measure on Wednesday. It would allow you to bet on professional and college sports through mobile apps and at eight in-person locations. The State Lottery Commission will be in charge of it. Mobile betting would start as soon as January. We'll learn more today about a plan to build a new sports complex in Durham. City Council will hear a presentation of the proposed facility this afternoon. It will be aimed at getting children from low-income families to play sports with the hope of preventing youth violence and improving health. The sports complex, as proposed, would seat 5,000 people and include more than a dozen courts and multi-purpose fields. It would span more than 37 acres. It's now up to the Wake County District Attorney to decide if charges should be filed in the deadly arrest of Daryl Williams. A newly released autopsy is calling Williams' death back in January outside a sweepstakes parlor a homicide. This is police body cam video from his arrest. Williams' cause of death is listed as sudden cardiac arrest. The autopsy also lists cocaine intoxication, physical exertion, and the use of a taser as factors. One leader with the group Emancipate NC says this is evidence of unnecessary force by police. It's still a terrible situation. I'm not surprised um, at the results. Um, of course, criminal negligence plays a part, uh, and this is why the manner of death was ruled as a homicide. WRL reached out to the district attorney. We're told a decision on charges for the six officers involved could take months. Graduating seniors at Douglas Burt High School now have their diplomas, but one of their classmates didn't have an opportunity to cross the stage. An empty chair was set aside during yesterday's ceremony with flowers and ribbons in memory of Tatiana Haywood, 
Fayetteville police say the 18-year-old was shot and killed by a man who then took his own life last month. Haywood's mother talked only on WRL, saying Tatiana had broken off a relationship with that suspected shooter months ago. I don't know if he was stalking her or not, or if he was mad because she truly had cut him off and was moving on with her life um, that morning when he came in and did what he did. Tatiana's mother says she buried her daughter in one of the gowns she was going to wear for her graduation. The family has a GoFundMe set up to help with expenses. We've posted a link uh, on our homepage on WRL.com. Tomorrow, North Carolina will be loaded with visits from top 2024 presidential candidates, including President Joe Biden. He and the First Lady are scheduled to be in Rocky Mount to talk about his Investing in America campaign. Then the Bidens plan to meet with service members and their families at Fort Liberty. Tomorrow's visit comes just one week after the Cumberland County Post was renamed. WRL will have full coverage of the presidential visit on air and online. And former President Trump and newly announced 2024 presidential candidate and former Vice President Mike Pence will also be in the Tar Heel State. They'll be joined by rival Ron DeSantis at the North Carolina GOP convention in Greensboro. DeSantis is set to speak at the Old North State Dinner tonight. Pence will address a luncheon Saturday and Trump speaks at the Grand Old Party Dinner that night. Well, time now, 4.38. We're learning more this morning about a devastating crash that killed four people in Moore County. We now know the names of three of the people who were killed, and we'll tell you what led up to that crash. Plus, the latest steps the president has taken in his plan to forgive millions in student debt. What's next for the bill and what opponents have to say about it? And heading to break this morning, we want to give you a live look at Lewisburg. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner will tell us if yesterday's haze will stick around for another day. From the WRAL Severe Weather Center, North Carolina's most experienced team of meteorologists. It is 442 and we have a code orange air quality alert for today. That means sensitive groups, uh, young children, the elderly, anyone with respiratory issues or health problems shouldn't uh, do too much exercise outside for today. The other thing that we're watching is a line of showers along a front. And we may see more of that shifting northward today, affecting us all the way up around the triangle area. And we're also watching for some fog. And boy, you can see some of that really starting to develop here in Apex. We had some rain overnight last night. Skies have started to clear. That can be a pretty good recipe for fog. So watching that as you're heading out the door this morning, a uh, little bit of patchy rain starts to develop uh, in the next few hours. Temperatures are mild right around 60 degrees. Once we get closer to lunchtime, all that rain moves out and we'll see some sunshine this afternoon as the kids get off the bus, 80 degrees. Happening today, Dutch citizen Joran van der Sloot is expected to be handed over to FBI custody. Agents arrived in Peru yesterday ahead of the transfer. Van der Sloot is a suspect at the center of the 2005 disappearance of Alabama teenager Natalie Holloway. Peruvian officials say the temporary extradition to the U.S. is for him to face extortion and fraud charges. They're related to accusations that Joran extorted money in 2010 from Holloway's family by giving her mother false information about where she was. He's currently serving a 28-year sentence in Peru for killing another woman. 
We're learning more this morning about some of the victims killed in a crash in Moore County. Authorities released three of the four names. They've been identified as 72-year-old Gloria McCrimmon, 63-year-old Cheryl Meldlin, and 74-year-old Viola Singletary. The fourth person killed has not been named yet. According to the State Highway Patrol, the head-on crash happened yesterday near McGill Road just before 11 in the morning. Troopers say the Kia was driving too fast, crossed the center line, and hit the other car head-on. The driver of the Kia died, as well as the three women we just mentioned in the other car. A passenger was also in the Kia and was airlifted to the hospital. Efforts are growing this morning to investigate migrant child labor at food processing plants in the U.S., including some right here in North Carolina. Federal officials say they found migrant children working illegally in a slaughterhouse, which is now raising questions and concerns. NBC News is reporting the Department of Homeland Security, Justice Department, as well as White House officials are looking into meatpacking and produce companies in 11 states. Migrant advocates say penalties against these companies aren't tough enough to prevent this from happening. I think ramping up the fines, looking at things like uh, the potential for criminal prosecution is really going to be key to get the situation under control. NBC News reports officials would not say which companies are included in the investigation. There are now 12 Republicans in the running for the 2024 presidential nomination. Former Vice President Mike Pence is the newest to join the field. He spoke during a CNN town hall in Iowa last night. Pence supported bans on abortion and backed Ukraine in its fight against Russia. He also took aim at his old boss, former President Trump, on his efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Pence talked specifically about January 6, 2021, the day of the Capitol riot. When the president asserted that I had the right to overturn the election, I said today that I, I felt that he was, he was asking me to choose between him and the Constitution. I chose the Constitution, and I always will. Pence did not support an indictment for Trump and dodged the question on whether he would offer a pardon. A plan to cancel millions of dollars in student loan debt is now in the hands of the Supreme Court. President Biden just vetoed an effort to block that forgiveness plan. Let me make something really clear. I'm never going to apologize for helping working and middle class Americans as they recover from this pandemic. Never. The president releases video of him signing the veto. He has ordered up to $20,000 in student loans to be, give it, to be forgiven for millions of borrowers, but opponents say it will not address the root cause of debt. The Supreme Court is expected to issue a ruling on the issue soon. A salmonella outbreak involving flour is over. Five in your side has been tracking this nationwide recall for gold medal flour for more than a month now. In all, 14 people got sick, but none of them was in North Carolina. The FDA declared the outbreak over today, but you still should check your refrigerator or pantry for these recalled bags. Head over to WR.com and search recall for more details about which bags could still be contaminated. The French Open continues today and tomorrow. You'll be able to watch the women's and men's semifinals live right here on WRL starting at 11 a.m. If you'd like to watch our new news that will air on Fox 50 both days.
Well, people living in New York City are bracing for another day of dangerous haze from those wildfires in Canada. The city skyline almost disappeared in the smoke yesterday, with experts ruling the city's air quality the worst in the world in major cities. The haze was bad enough to postpone Major League Baseball and WNBA games. Area schools canceled outdoor activities. Hospitals say they're bracing for an increase in patients who are having trouble breathing. And we're experiencing similar conditions here at home, but not as bad, Elizabeth. Yeah, we're fortunate it wasn't anything like what they saw there. As a matter of fact, um, as I before I left the building yesterday, which was early afternoon, it looked like our numbers are starting to fall as that rain was moving in. So that was good news. We were in the low orange range yesterday. And we're looking at that again today and Friday. Orange means that it's okay for most of us to get outside. You don't want to overdo it um, in these conditions, but it's unhealthy for young children elderly, anybody who has respiratory issues, asthma, that sort of thing. You don't want to do a lot of exercise outside. It's fine for those folks to be outside walking around, that sort of thing. And for everybody else, um, you know, you're fine. Just kind of watch, you kind of watch yourself. Um, you know, you can go for, you can go for a walk, you can go for a bike ride, you can go for a light jog. You just don't want to overdo it uh, with a, a code orange. Here's a look at the smoke from the fires and you can see um, a lot of it up here around New York, Washington. You see those purple colors. That's where it's been really bad. This is a computer model view of where the smoke is. And notice here at lunchtime, we're looking pretty good. It really doesn't look too bad for us here at lunchtime. We're gonna to continue to have some cloud cover and a little bit of light rain again today, at least in the morning hours. And so hopefully that will keep things uh, uh, looking a little bit better. This is first thing on Friday morning and you can see just a little bit more of that smoke drifting into the area, but we don't even get into the bright yellows, certainly not into the oranges. So that's, uh, that's good news. Um, we do continue to have our wind coming out of that direction there. You see the blue color contours, um, that's all wind coming out of the north northwest and so it's still going to drag down some smoke this is first thing friday morning we move it through the day on friday and we continue to see that flow now during the day saturday everything starts to change up this is a little bit slower to pull some of that uh, air from the south. It's going to be later in the day on Saturday, but once we start to see the reverse of that wind direction, of course, that stops the flow of smoke coming into our area, and we'll see that taking place over the weekend. Right now, we have a few light showers that are down to our south. Some of that's going to drift northward, so you may end up with a, a few light showers uh, sort of in the later part of the morning commute, and then up until around lunchtime, and then we should see that moving on out. A little bit of patchy fog in some places. This is a live look at Goldsboro this morning. 61 degrees is our current temperature. We have have some warming temperatures uh, tomorrow 82 and then we make it to almost 90 on Sunday so we're going to see those temperatures bumping up and that's not the only thing that bumps up look at this on Monday we get hit 72 for the dew point and that feels tropical so things look like they're maybe beginning to change for us around here we also have a good chance of some scattered thunderstorms on Monday and for now our temperatures are all still below 90 degrees Elizabeth, thanks. The latest Apple iOS update is bringing some new cool features. Yeah, some of the changes will be handy when your friends or family don't answer FaceTime calls. Plus, an amateur treasure hunter is returning a piece of history to a local police department. The story behind his discovery next. The way teens and tweens feel about their bodies can affect their mental health. And experts say this time of year can be hard on anyone who struggles with the way they look. And this morning, Mandy Gaither shows us how parents can provide a positive body image this summer. As the weather warms up, shorts, swimsuits and other summer clothing come out. For those who struggle with body image, this time of year can be hard. 
Adolescence is a period in which our bodies are growing and changing, and it's normal for teens to experience a little bit of that distress or self-consciousness that comes along with those changes. Social media with filtered pictures and videos can add to poor body image, says psychologist Erin McTiernan with Nationwide Children's Hospital. Kids can often be making comparisons to things that are just really unrealistic and unattainable. That's why McTiernan says not to focus on weight. Instead, zero in on overall health, being active in a way that's enjoyable, and eating a variety of foods throughout the day. Since kids can take their cues from adults, especially parents, McTiernan says it's also important to model positive body image. What's important for parents to understand how they feel about their own bodies and make sure that they're talking about themselves and their bodies in a way that they would want their kids to talk about themselves as well. Finally, focus on all the positive traits and qualities in your child that have nothing to do with their appearance. It brings out that self-confidence in a way that can sometimes overshadow just what they look like on the surface. For Health Minute, I'm Mandy Gaither. You know, the psychologist says recognizing poor body image early is critical. That's why she says it's critical to have open, honest, and ongoing conversations with your child about how they feel about their body. Well, have you ever FaceTimed someone, Ken, and they didn't answer? <laughs> well, now you can leave them a FaceTime audio and video voicemail nice. saying, why didn't you pick up? <laughs> Just kidding. It's part of Apple's latest iOS update. It also includes live voicemail, which gives a real-time transcription as someone leaves you a message, along with a chance to answer while they're leaving the voicemail. Other features include a journal app and standby mode. So, I don't answer my face. Why didn't you just pick up in the first place? <laughs> I know, I know. Because you're busy. <laughs> well, check this out. An avid treasure hunter returns a piece of history to the local police department. Check out this old Hillsborough police badge. The department says it was likely made sometime in the 1940s or 50s. A man brought it in this week saying he found the badge decades ago while metal detecting with his dad. You notice the old spelling of the town is etched into that badge. Oh. Hillsborough adopted its current spelling in 1965. Yeah, you see the B-O-R-O, mm -hmm. like yeah. Greensboro. A newly released autopsy for a man who died in Raleigh police custody is calling it a homicide. Up next, we'll take a closer look at Daryl Williams' results and hear what one leader had to say about what he calls unnecessary police force. Also, multi-sports complex in Durham will be the big topic of discussion at the city council meeting today. A preview of the plans for the new facility and how everyone will benefit from it. That's all ahead. And Lionel Messi is coming to America to play soccer. Coming up, why the superstar signed with Miami and when we could see him in action. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.